So we want to talk about how to get things done in our lives. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We ask, oh God, that you will uh, enlighten our hearts once again as we interact and feed with your word, feed on your word today in the name of Jesus. Thank you for nourishment of our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. We, I, I'm, I'm going to be using uh, the, the story of uh, creation in Genesis chapter 1. Okay, so we're going to glean from Genesis chapter 1. Uh, so the first thing we I want to talk about, let's look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth praise god you know we do not as human beings have control over everything on the earth we don't have control over everything so we shouldn't try to control everything for example because you cannot for example um we want to build a house something you know you can't control the the price of cement you can't control the the price of sand as long as you are not the manufacturer and you are not the you are not the government that controls price that has the ability to control price if they want to you know so you can start out today buying um, cement at 100 at uh, maybe 2000 naira and by the time you are you, uh, by the time you get to one level, the price may have changed to 2005. You know, right now, we have all made our projections, okay? But um, businesses have made projections and things like that, but we know that um, uh, we don't know what, by December, how much the cost of oil is going to be. You know. So, Verse 1 of Genesis chapter 1. It says, In the beginning, God created. So rather than try to control things or trying to predict the future, praise God. Why don't you create one? Because the Bible says that in the beginning, God created. God has given us the ability to create our own future. The future that you want. So the first thing about getting things done is to create your future. You don't let people, others create one for you. You don't leave it to a third party 
Amen. Including the government. Hallelujah. You don't run the race of other people. Hallelujah. You create your own. God has given us the ability to create. God, look at, you know, God had something in mind when he wanted to create the world. He didn't just get up randomly and then something that just came out the spot. No, no, no. It's, it was, it's, he did neither did he leave it to the to the to to the elements. He created his own. You and I have the ability to create. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when we create, we can focus irrespective of whatever changes may be taking place around us right we focus we learn to focus on where we are going we learn to focus on what we have what we have set out to create praise god praise god okay so that's number one create your future you know, I, I, um, the other day I was um, in, in um, what's your name now? Uh, Lively Stones Club. I think about two Saturdays ago they had a they had a program, and um, someone at, at Pastor UT was sharing, and uh, Falabi, who is now in Canada, was sharing, and. Uh, so someone asked a question and I think Falabi was answering uh, that question or something. I was saying something about all that. Well, if you want to go for it, if you have, you know, if this is what you want to do, go for it. You know, and I caught that, you know. So what you determine what you want to do and go for it. Create your own. Hallelujah. It's it's your life under God anyway. Praise God. I will get to that. But you you don't you don't you don't let other things that you are not that you don't have control over, right? You don't let them determine what you want to do. Praise God. Other things, you know, because other things will always have you will always they will always be variables as long as you cannot control it the one that you can control is your own is what you have decided to create hallelujah praise god now so let's look at the second one genesis chapter one the bible says in the next verse it says and the earth was formless and empty i'm reading from the new living translation he said, the earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the earth. Praise God. 
So the second thing I want to talk about here, and, and I'm going to push out some things from Genesis chapter 2, is learn to face reality. You want to get things done, you want to accomplish things, learn to face realities. Learn to face the present realities. Now, 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 when I say that, oh, no, no, pastor, no, no, no. Uh, that's not faith. No. Faith does not deny present realities. You want to get anything done? Amen. You don't walk blindly. Praise God. We've got to count the costs. We've got to know what is current, what are the realities, the current present tense realities that are facing me. Hallelujah. Faith does not mean that we are walking blindly. This is what faith is. Remember, the Bible says Abraham did not consider in faith we choose not to see we choose not to see really because we actually are seeing <laughs> we are seeing it right but we now choose not to consider it so we are seeing the present realities praise god whatever the realities or the limitations of you know, or the challenges to achieving what you want to create. Look at Luke chapter 14. In Luke chapter 14, verse 28, Jesus said, which one of you, you know, wants to build, does not first sit down to do what? To count the cost. Hallelujah. To see whether you will be able to look chapter 14, verse 28. It said, don't, don't begin until you count the cost. Don't begin. I'm reading from the Living, Trans, Living Bible Translation. Don't, but don't begin until you count the cost. For who would begin construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish it? Praise God. So learn to diagnose what you are facing. Learn to clarify what you are facing. Know what you have. Know what you don't have. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, God still, I mean, the Bible recognized that, hey, while God, in, in determining what God, rather in creating, in creating the earth, God took note that the earth was formless. He, he, he took note that the earth was formless, that it was empty, there was darkness that covered the deep. The Spirit of God was hovering, was sizing up the situation. Hallelujah. Praise God. Look at, you know, let's see another scripture in Luke chapter 16. In Luke chapter 16, um, this, we saw the story of one guy that Jesus commended, even though what he did was not, was not good, 
but Jesus commended his attitude. He said in verse 1 that there was a certain man, a certain rich man which had the steward, and you know the steward was accused of uh, wasting his goods. Now, there's not managing uh, the guy's things well. Maybe he, he embezzled or he was corrupt and all that. So, and the, the, the boss called him and said, hey, give account, you know, because you are going to, I'm going to sack you. So, in verse 3, the steward now said within himself, what will I do? He began to assess, assess the situation. When you want to get things done, you have got to learn to assess your present situation. He said, oh, he said within himself, oh, wow, my Lord is going to take away you know, the stewardship from me, he wants to sack me. I can't dig. <laughs> he, he faced the realities himself. He said, hey, I can't dig. I am too ashamed to beg. He said, I will resolve what to do. I'm going to put out the steward, uh, when I'm put out of my stewardship, that they may receive me into their houses. Praise God. So he, he made his analysis of his present situation. You know, then he called the lost debtors and and, and did all that. Look, let's go to uh, verse 8, he said, And the Lord commended the unjust word because he had done wisely. He said, The children of this world in their generation are wiser than the children of light. Let me read that verse 8 from uh, the message translation. The message translation, Luke chapter 16, uh, verse 8. Very rich indeed. He said, now here is a surprise the master praised the crooked manager and why because he knew how to look after himself streetwise people are smarter in this regard than law-abiding citizens they are on constant alerts looking for angles surviving by their wits i want you to be smart in the same way but for what is right using listen using every adversity to stimulate you to creative survival to concentrate your attention on the bare essentials so that you will really live and not complacently just get by on good behavior. Ooh, that's a mouthful. Very rich indeed. Praise God. So they are on constantly at Allah. They are looking, you know, surviving by their weeds. They, they are smarter. They are, they are using adversity to stimulate them to creative survival. Amen. So, considering things or rather you know analyzing your present situation and present realities it's not a scene it is not faithlessness it is so that you can know what your faith is up against hallelujah praise god so number one we've said you've got to to, to get things done create your own thing what you want to get done number two we've got to analyze the posi our present position praise god learn to clarify what what's what, what's on ground learn to diagnose the situation your, your current realities in the light of what you want to achieve
praise God. Number three, uh, let's look at the third one. Uh, back to Genesis chapter one. Back to Genesis chapter one. Uh, it said, verse, let's look at verse three. It says, then God said, let there be lights. Mm. Praise God. The very first thing that God did after analyzing the situation, right? That, hey, this is where we are. There's darkness all over the place. The earth was formless, you know, tohu bohu, according to the Hebrew. Shapeless, you know, was there was chaos all over. Yet it did not stop God. So the very next thing God said was, let there be light. Praise God. What is the purpose of light? The purpose of light is so that you can see things more clearly. Illumination. So our third stepper in getting things done that we want to talk about is that we've got to learn to ask for light. Ask for clarity. Light makes things clearer. You don't embark on a thing clueless. <laughs> Without light on what next to do. So we've got to therefore take time to ask. Amen. Ask for things. So, Lord, ask God. You don't have light. You know, he said, if anyone lacks wisdom, let them ask of God. Look at Jesus in Luke chapter 11. In Luke chapter 11, uh, 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 let's read verse 8. Let's see something in Luke chapter 11. Very interesting scripture. For many years, I've, <laughs> I didn't understand this scripture. I'm sure what? Look, what are the children, what are the disciples asking you? What are you, what, what are you talking about? He said in verse 8, he says, but his disciples objected. You know, he, wanted, he said to his disciples, let's go to Judea. And then his disciples objected. They said, Rabbi, only a few days ago, the people in Judea were trying to stone you. Are you going there again? Verse 9, Jesus replied, there are 12 hours of daylight every day. During the day, people can walk safely. They can because they have the light of the world. But at night, there is danger of stumbling because they have no light. Amen. Did you see that? Jesus said, he now said in verse 11, he said, then he said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but now I am going to wake him up. In other words, Jesus was telling them to come. When it was first reported that to me that Lazarus was sick, the Bible said that Jesus Christ did not go. And then I said, okay. Four days after, Jesus now decided that let's go. Why? Because he said, he now, the disciples said, ah, we are going back to Jesus. I said, no, 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 no. It's now, I now know what I need to do. I now have the lights. I now have light concerning that situation. I now know what exactly I need to do. So, so despite the fact that there was potential danger, 
because Jesus had gotten clarity in his heart, he had gotten illumination as to what to do concerning Lazarus's situation, he went ahead. So Jesus was not clueless. He wasn't just going, you know, without, without clarity in his heart. Praise God. Praise God. What is the light? We are talking about the knowledge of what to do. Praise God. Part-time. So in getting things done, don't just, don't just, as much as possible, we don't just try to do, uh, you can't, number one, you can't afford to be rigid. Oh, this is the way it's maybe, uh, oh, this is the way it has always been done before, you know, so this is the way, and that's the way I'm going to get it done. No, because situations can change. Hallelujah. Remember, you are not in control of everything. Praise God. You know. Thank God for plans. But you see, you can't just walk according to plan every time. That, okay. You know, for example, when you want to build, there is a plan. But you see, as you go along, plans can change. Because circumstances can change. So, but don't be rigid. Praise God. Don't be rigid. Oops. Don't be rigid. Amen. Even though circumstances... You've got to learn to adapt. That's why, see, planning is different from just having a plan. Planning is an ongoing thing, right? Where you, you, whatever plan you may have had, because of more lights that you are, you now have, you might need to change it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Even though you are focused, remember, you are focused on where you are going to, but in the process of going there, for example, if I'm focused, if I want to go to, if I want to go to, uh, 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 let's say I want to go to Magodo now, you know, and uh, from my house, the the most probably, the, the best place to take would be, would be just taking Korodu Road and just drive straight down till I get to, to uh, uh, after Jota and just turn. But do you know that even though I might have that, I might set out with that as a plan from the beginning? Because I don't know what exactly, I mean, I'm not in control of all of the road, what's going to happen on, on the road part time, right? I might get to Joel Legba and and maybe a trailer a trailer has fallen on the bridge and blocked the bridge. What will I I will have to change my reroute myself? Praise God. I'll say, oh, oh, because you know, this is what I have planned to do. This is the route I've planned to, to, to take. I am going to stop, get stay there. No, you can't get things done well by just being rigid. Praise God. Always seek for light part-time. Now, let me close with this one. Praise God. Back to Genesis. So, well, we've talked about three things. Number one, we said, in getting things done, you have got to 
create your future. We're in another quarter now. Praise God. You have those, your goals that you want to achieve. The things you want to get done, it has to be clear. Number two, face the current realities. Diagnose them. Accept them as being there so that your faith, right, will not walk blindly. So that you know what your faith is up against. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then we have said, and number three, right, is ask for light. Ask for clarity. Amen. Ask for clarity. Be clear. Don't be clueless. Don't just walk blindly. Take time to ask for the knowledge of what to do. Amen. Learn to adjust your plans as you go on, if need be. Praise God. And number four, we'll stop with that today. Genesis chapter one. Despite verse three, he said, and God said, let's read verse two and three together. He said, the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. Hallelujah. What's the number four thing? Element. Learn to keep your eyes on the ball. Keep your eyes on the ball. Irrespective of whatever is you face in trying to achieve what you intend to create, trying to get things done. Hallelujah. Right? Irrespective of what you face, irrespective of the challenges in front of you, don't let yourself be distracted. Don't let yourself be overwhelmed by the challenges. Keep your eyes on the ball. Keep your eyes on the ball. Keep your eyes focused on what you want to get done. You cannot be distracted. Praise God. You cannot afford to be distracted. Amen. You cannot afford to be distracted. Glory to God. You know, there was something. There, there was something that uh, I, I wanted. Uh, uh, part of my goals for this year, something I said I was going to do. You know, and by February, it looked as if I should just throw in the towel concerning that thing. That uh, that thing is not. I won't be able to achieve it this year. You know, but I said to myself that hey, because of some certain things that had happened. I now said to myself, I said, no, I can still achieve this thing. And irrespective of what I'm seeing, yes, I may have to make adjustments along the way, but I am not going to give up on this. I am not going to throw in the towel, as, as, you know, because of these things that, are, that have happened. So friends, learn to keep your eyes on the ball. 
don't throw in the towel. Don't give up on it. Hallelujah. Praise God. We'll continue from here tomorrow. Okay, we are, there's still about four, four or five more things I want to share with us from the Genesis story. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much uh, for keeping the date with me today. And I trust God in the name of Jesus as you step out uh, in Jesus' name, the grace of God, uh, right, abounds towards you in the name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye.